concocting some sort of poison or something. Ew, really blew that guy's ear out. Maybe it's not safe. Now watch this, watch this, stand by, boom! Holy shit, that was cool. Now in real life, that explosion was much stronger than they expected, and it knocked yeah, out no, completely. Listen. Yeah, it, one of the one of the um, uh, crew who helped set up the pyrotechnics was knocked out, and other people. Oh, I mean, their hearing. There were problems. Yeah, no, that was a huge explosion inside that hallway. Now, now's the time to close the school, right? Nope. Well, nah. Well, they said now's the time to clean the swimming pool at least. Yeah, right. So Spoonie is like, the heat's on too much. People are dying around here. We got to get out of here. The librarian's dead. And the, so Mary's like, let's go somewhere and hang out until this blows over. So they're going to go. Right. Wait, were they going high, uh, hang gliding? <laughs> right. No, no, no. They're going camping, but it's just as camping. stupid as the hang gliding. You'll see. Wait, so does this mean we're at Act Three, uh, hiking? Now, camping? what Rodney does? We're not. We're we're in Act Two right now. Rodney punches the guy who nice. wrote the acting book. Now, watch. Rodney gets into his Starsky and Hutch car. He didn't dive through right. the window, which was something you did in the seventies. Kapow! Whoa, that Pinto is unsafe, Carl. <laughs> so David oh. is now killing people. Here's Mary naked yep. again. Mary also had yep. a terrible death. Um, she died in 2002 of complications from liver disease and hepatitis after being addicted to heroin for two decades, 20 years. Yikes. Yeah. She was yeah. an actress and a musician. She was in a number of exploitation films. Um, <clears throat> Lamora, Caged Heat in 74. This one. Okay, now look, you see her boobs, right? Oh, uh, yes, affirmative. Let me just keep watching. Now, look, she discovers dynamite. What? Why would there be dynamite at this campsite? Yeah, okay, I'll buy why. Right. So she goes, Spoonie, look. Now look, Lanny O'Grady's naked. Spoonie's zipping up. They were obviously just doing it. And Spoonie's like, what is that, dynamite? I don't know what it is. Just forget about it. Forget. It. Now look, you can't toss dynamite, right? Do you know about dynamite? You must be careful with it. You can't just toss it because if it makes a spark inside of itself, it will blow. Wait a minute. So if I'm going camping with naked women. Right. And we find a piece of dynamite. Right. You shouldn't just toss it. Yeah, because he goes, never mind the dynamite. Let's have sex. It doesn't make any sense in the real world. So now they're all in the tent having sex, and something horrible is going to happen. Uh, one loses interest. Right. One of them loses interest, and Spoonie finishes way too quick, and that turns off the other one. So it's a bad weekend. Hey, you're in luck. I can't find Population One on YouTube. Too bad. I, I, did, I did see it listed in IMDb. You see what happened? Oh, no. Rock. It rolled over the tent and mushed them all. They spent money on this, man. They spent money on this. 
I can't, I don't understand this guy's luck. He cuts a wire and a guy gets electrocuted, right? He, he sets up a car so when you, when you turn the ignition, it explodes. He made or a boulder. He knew exactly where they were going to pitch their tent and he found the right boulder to put a bomb under. What a coincidence they pitched their tent underneath that. And it perfectly landed. Okay, so here he is making more explosives and stuff. And who should show up? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I I'm a, I jumped ahead to Act Three. It's just more oh. stupid stuff. It's more like we could rule the school. I know you're the killer. We could rule the school, David. It's more of that stupid stuff. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. What else can I tell you about this film? I don't know. I think uh, I got a sense of it. We're just waiting for Act Three, right? This influenced Heather's. You know that film, Heather's. Oh, right, because he blows up people. Here's a good one. The Italian version of this film was called Sexy Jeans, and it was edited with pornographic inserts. Is that interesting? <laughs> oh, my God. How funny is that? Like, Sexy jeans. Not bad enough to... Do you guys really believe they're high school students? Yeah, us neither. Here's some porno. Well, where would you think the the pornographic scenes? We've seen like almost most of this movie. Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. And like, obviously, it wasn't the actors. So how do they? Oh, you know, I could see it. Oh, my hand glider's out of control. I'm getting electrocuted. Cut to blowjob. <laughs> that's just cool. I'm going to dive in the dark. Ah, there's no water. Splat. Now, just like the internet told me that that guy got his nose broken and I never right. saw, I'm suspicious of this one, too. Mark Hamill was considered for the part of David. Jan Mike and Michael Vincent was considered for the part of David. But the thing is, that guy fell in love with Dave, with our David, Daryl, on day one. So Right, I, he, he got it. Well, didn't Mark Hamill play like a psychopath in uh, Cadillac Summer or something like that? He played like a, a killer. Who, David? Uh, no, Mark Hamill. Oh, I don't know. He was Maybe in not a, kind of like summer, but there's some film where he was. Yeah. Hmm. He auditioned for this movie. Boy, that's a real trivia. Thank, thanks, but no thanks. But he but I don't believe he auditioned. It says was considered. Does that mean he was in Holland going? Who's uh, in my movie? You know, that's like when you you're trying to write a trivia question, and you're like, "Who said acting is like blah blah blah?" Uh, anyone could say it. I just said it. You know, like it's not. Uh, I consider Mark Hamill. Now, Turner Classic Movies was scheduled to air this film. It was called like the TCM Underground series. Yes, yeah, sure. They show a lot of good bad movies. Well, they, the standards and practices people decided it was too violent to air. Do you agree? I don't believe in any of these deaths. Okay, Mark comes over with a gun and Mark confronts David and he goes, look, you've got to stop killing people. Listen, huh? we're giving away our cars. It's really bad. <clears throat> Is he the last bully? Yeah, he's well, but he already has a pass. He's never going to get killed. He's like, what are you going to do, David? Kill me? You know, he, I mean, uh, Mark, kill me. So he's 
never going to kill Mark and and Teresa. He's just never going to do it. And they know it. We're in Act 3 now, and we're heading to the last scene. Last segment. Now, Daryl Morey was at the screening of Massacre, and who should be there but Andy Kaufman. And Andy Kaufman was like, I, 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 I love, I loved, I loved your film. And they, they for over an hour, they just bullshitted about the huh. film. Well, in 1976, he wasn't he in uh, Taxi by that point, or was that 78? 70. Good question. He was. It was right. He was obviously no. He, he must have done Taxi because he. That's he was on made. SNL. Yeah, he was on SNL in 75. Before, wait, SNL was his break, not uh, Taxi. I don't. Know. I mean, he was on SNL in seventy five, seventy six, and he did other television. I'm sure. Okay. Well, I think that Taxi was what broke him because he was going to turn it down. He was like, "This is bullshit. This isn't what I do. I, I'm I'm a stand up." But he never called himself that. You know what I mean? But anyway, right. the. the direct uh his agent you didn't really have agents if you you know a guy who got him jobs was like if you turn this down believe me there's not another offer around the corner you're an unknown you turn this down and you basically walked away from a career um in comedy so do what you want but you know the offer's on the table so he took it you know and he did a good job with this character, right? I mean, he made him bizarre. Yeah. And it was a character. It was Kaufman. Okay, so David goes, fuck you. I'm not stopping killing. And he locks Teresa and Mark in his apartment. Like, he can't get out. Now, this is an alumni prom. It's anyone who ever went to the high school can come. So we will well, see adults finally. Wait a minute, yeah, like creepers. And what is dance to you ever since I taught you English? What? What do you mean? Like you, you don't think the you think what? the lecherous teachers are like, can I uh ask you to dance? Did you say lecherous? No, I said lecherous. Okay. Mike, what we're seeing right now is people who graduated from this high school. They've been invited back to go to a dance. They're all dancing. What a weird ball. I never even heard of it. Well, instead of a student reunion, it's a student reunion for every year. It's not class of 84. It's, did you ever go to this oh. school? Come on back and dance. No high school. No high school in their right mind is going to have, like, the burnouts who hang out of the fucking, I don't know, parking lot across from the student lot at the 7-Eleven. Be like, yeah, hey, man, we should go back to the high school. It's student alumni night. Yeah, like, you don't want adults back in the high school. They are adults. He's going to blow them all up? Yes, he's going to blow them all up, which doesn't make sense to the plot because they, the people who were bullied, who were, okay, first he killed the bullies. Then the people he thought he was liberating were turning into jerks and becoming bullies. So he right, one yeah. by one killed them. So why would Terrible he school. Did you see, like, broke in he in real yeah. life did trip and hurt himself and they left it in the film just like they left the explosion that hurt people in the film it's not a very good film he shouldn't use that footage 
don't know. We we see the movie where the 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 explosions look pretty real, like in Shaft in Africa, where they 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 blow up uh, something inside a prison and people run out. Okay, imagine you're a director had one movie before. You come to America to make it big. You film this movie. People got hurt, but if you don't use the footage, you're shit out of luck, pal. You're not making a movie because you need those scenes. So he breaks down the locker. Now, look, it's his good friend who hangs out with him at his house, you know. The, the, the explosion was too much. The guy who rigged it knocked himself out. You know what I, I mean? Know, it's like, crazy. So it's like if he was Quentin Tarantino and he shot something and people got hurt, he shouldn't use the footage. That is the truth. But well, Tarantino, not, yeah, he just I, used the footage. I didn't mean to launch you into a tangent about Tarantino and the car accident and everything. I'm right, just right. Saying, of course, of course you didn't. Of course you didn't intend it. Well, let's keep going. But what I'm saying is this guy, I don't feel like he was immoral for using the footage where people got hurt because, okay, I got to tell you for the plot, this is their big plan. They're like, he's, they went, they escaped and they went to the high school and they're like, if you're going to blow up these people, then we're going to die with them. And David's like, get out of here. I only have, you have 35 minutes. That's it. Get out. <laughs> and God, he, he's so, he knows the time perfectly. Like everything's to movie plan. I might've made yeah. that up 35 minutes. He's just saying, yeah. I've got these bombs. They're on a timer. You got to leave. And so they look, they're dancing. They're like, we're not leaving. We're dying with everyone else. So now David's like, well, fucking shit. So he's got to really quickly, and he's really got to poop. He's got to really quickly go and dis defuse everything. Turn it, look, he's caught wrestling with his conscience now. Should I go undo the bombs? I don't want my friend, no. the girl I'm secretly in love with, to die. This is like every psycho's dream. Yeah. <laughs> he decides What's he gonna do? he's going to save them. He looks at the clock. I have enough time. I know I've got a boot, but I can hold it for another minute. <laughs> I can't hold it. I got to go first. Got to no. go. Got to go. Maybe in the basement. Right. And he, when he got hurt, it was actually, he continued to shoot the, you know, he, he was everything about the movie. So this stuff, some of this is before, some's after. Okay, you can't see well because it's so dark, but he's defeated the bombs now. And we just well, keep seeing the innocent victims who are going to blow I'm, up. I'm glad freaking Flippin' Movies posted this on their, their channel. It's just the copy itself happens to be pretty shoddy. Yeah, there were other copies, but they were TV edits. and you. Yeah, made... right. No, we want to see the pixelated butts. So it's dark, but all David's doing is hurrying, hurrying up. Look at him really freaking out. His leg, they it's got duct taped uh, board, so he wouldn't be able to move it because he was moving. Oh it. my God, really? Kind yeah. of a weird director. What are you talking about? That would do that in Fish Burgers, right? Right, Fish Burgers, a public access show from 1990 on New Jersey suburban cable access county cable. But that's what yes, this was essentially. I mean, look. Oh, right. What did I miss? He was trying to get the bomb out of the building. It was still in his hands as he was running, and he blew up. 
but we don't really see it because they were putting in a sequel. Maybe we'll have a sequel. <laughs> no, shut up. So oh, like every horror, it, it's Lame Freddy. He's back for the sequel. Oh no, it's not Lame Jason, is it? No, this is the weirdest thing ever. It doesn't make sense in the real world. Everyone comes out and says, "What? What was that? What was that?" And then they see this burning thing and they go, "Uh." All right, it's that's nothing, and they all go back inside and dance. Right. Oh, right. It's the book burning too. <laughs> you guys want to burn Beatles or dance to them? <laughs> well, let's dance. You ever go to a book burning and like some dick brought a candle? <laughs> that's your joke you gave me. I I know. I I appreciate that joke. You, and you I, did it justice. I got it right here from this show. That was years ago. I did it at the open mic. It worked so yeah. well. I kept it. It's in the A-list now. It's in the rotation. You know, I went trick-or-treating this year by saying it was on my bucket list. Oh, look at those sirens. Oh, uh, oh, look at that. The end credits. That's right. Okay, so we did what happened here was the guy gets to the school, he used to get bullied. His best friends become the bullies, like join us. And it's like, it took him a little while, but he's like, I'm not doing it. Then he got uppity with the bullies for real when he saw a serious rape happening, right? It makes sense. Right. Then they broke his leg and he didn't rat on them. So he comes back and kills them one by one. He thinks he's liberating the school. The school ends up being that everybody's a jerk if you give them a power yeah. value. So he starts killing all those people, but he just won't kill his love and his best friend. So they say, we're going to sacrifice ourselves so that you stop killing. It worked, but he blew himself up in the process. You know, that sounds like a really good movie. Right. It was acted horribly, shot horribly. But <laughs> now they spent money on those effects. A bolder. Oh, yeah. No, it's all practical, I'm sure. Impractical. Well, there you go, Evan Company. So, Carl, what did you think of this movie? I thought this movie was horribly acted, a real, real B movie, maybe even a C. But the plot was so interesting that you're engaged and you're watching it as it's right. going along. You stay with the film. And this guy, everybody in this thing would go on to be... You know, this was not the launch of, this was something a lot of people did who went on to, I don't know, I enjoyed the film and it was perfect for your show. And thank yeah. you, Jill Duncan, once again for a great, great suggestion. Yeah, thanks very much, Jill, listener Jill, for recommending Massacre Central High. Carl, I, I agree with you 100%. This movie uh, was was poorly done. However, it's a really great idea. And, uh, you know, I, I just think I'm glad everyone else was able to have a career and, and stuff like that. It, it wasn't, it was interesting. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of it stayed didn't, uh, but yeah, it's all right. Well, I, uh, we're done with it. How about that? You don't have to watch it for six times, seventh time. Uh, I'm very excited. Our next movie, Carl, is American Werewolf in Paris. London? Rufin Hoopin. <laughs> and so uh this movie, I remember it. Don't you remember it when it came no. out? 
No, I remember American Werewolf in London, of course. There's well, the nineties. The nineties had sequels to movies that didn't need sequels. Carrie Two, American Werewolf in Paris. Is there a trailer? Well, that's what I'm looking for personally. I've been killing time typing in American, American Werewolf, Werewolf into my uh, YouTube User search. Speech, user speech. Um, there's a trailer. It's by. It's uh, okay. It by, a trailer by Umbrella Entertainment, an American Werewolf in Paris. So it's A N first, an American Werewolf. Oh, in no Paris. wonder it took me so long. Well, let me hit clear and then retype this. I just try not to type the word Paris, and then I'll stop giving recommending American Werewolf in the playlist. It doesn't even say movies like American Werewolf in Paris song. It's not a fucking song. American okay. Werewolf in London is a song. Look, look for American Werewolf in Paris trailer and you'll find Umbrella Entertainment, 117,000 subscribers. Should I press? I'll do the sound. Yeah, do the sound, please, because I'm looking through all this right now. Okay, so you're not ready yet, right? Uh, yeah, I am. For the sake of the show, I am. Let's just go ahead and hear it. Okay. Okay, so everyone at home and Mike in Los Angeles, get ready to play. Press play. American Werewolf in Paris trailer, Umbrella Entertainment. Three, two, one, go. I'm the Eiffel Tower. Come on. Oh, yeah. Hollywood Pictures. That was Walt Disney Company doing R-rated movies. Like mm -hmm. Touchstone. Uh-oh. Are they going to parkour the Eiffel Tower? They're going to bungee jump the 90s version of parkour. Oh, no. Don't bungee jump the Oh, a French girl's going to jump off the Eiffel Tower. Look, he's bungeeing. Oh, oh, the kind of girl jumps off the Eiffel Tower has issues. Major issues. Is she a werewolf, Carl? I guess so. And listen to her American accent. Julie Denby? No. Oh, oh no, not the underground. Oh no, not Jim Morrison's grave. So I guess. There's like a werewolf underground metro. So yeah, I guess there's a, like a, like, what's it called? Twilight? There's a werewolf underground. Right, yeah, that explains the shirtless dudes. This doesn't look cheap. Wow. No one remembers this movie. Yeah. At all. I remember this. I, I remember the trailer. I remember seeing it in seeing the theater. Having it. American werewolf. Uh, ooh. Oh, werewolf. Oh, are getting... Paris. Uh, ooh. Uh, werewolf. Oh, no, it's a dude. <laughs> he thought it was a woman, it was a dude. Based on the characters by, written by John Landis, ladies Wait and gentlemen. Wait a minute. You didn't watch the same trailer as me. You just I didn't watch the same trailer. You didn't go to Umbrella Entertainment. <laughs> I didn't have time, dude. I'm quite a different commitment to this show. <laughs> I watched Perkinstein, dude. I don't need this shit. Yeah. Wait a minute. Let me make sure this movie exists. It has to exist because I just saw it. Wait a minute. 
Yeah, we're gonna watch it next week. Thanks to Film Rise Movie, motherfuckers. Okay. I see Chuck Shack has it too. Rise. You saw yeah, what? Check. Film, Check. Film Rise. Film Rise Movies has it. If you guys want to watch it now and then watch it with us next week, go ahead. But we still love to have you next week. Listen to Mutiny Radio. Donate to Mutiny Radio. Yeah. Go to their Venmo. Throw in five bucks at Mutiny Radio. They could just be very grateful. You can find their donate button on the Mutiny Radio, the newly designed uh, mobile for phone-friendly website at mutinyradio.fm. You can go to carlsucks.com while you're on the internet. Yeah. And uh, see where Carl's playing. Probably Scotty's in Springfield. Yeah, see where I'll Yeah. And I don't know what I'm doing. So, but that's been it. I'll be here. We'll be here next week. Uh, Carl, thank you so much for watching thank Massacre you. at Central High for thank six you times, for seven times in a row. Do it. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to next week's movie, American Werewolf in Paris, the full movie on YouTube. Uh, so we'll see you next week. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Oh.
triangle, tetrahedron and the pyramid, life's heat expanding, souls divide and demanding, anarchy and hunger are the very same thing, everywhere I look, I see geometry, shapes of hearts, shapes of So the shapeless night, yeah. And then my deformities, they all conform in the prison of the prison. I chase the shadow. Particles, these rays, I can't explain neglected expectations and reflections of pain. Fire light in the sky keeps on defining all of these shapes that I can't see in the prison of the prisons. Well, I chase the shadow in the prison of the prisons. I chase the shadow. I can't explain the 
Collected expectations and reflections of pain Yeah, the fire and light from the sky Keeps on defining all of these shapes that I cannot escape Yeah, the prism for the prisms Salty and his Prison of Prism song. Jay Chez mix. <laughs> I hope you're listening. Hey, if anyone's listening and they want to call in, um, it, the number is 415-550-0511. You want to talk about rainbow stuff? I'm gonna keep the song train rolling and play more um rainbow tunes. This is a uh, a dear friend of mine from I Don't Know Cafe and his Monkey Evolution song. This is Justa. Thanks, Justa, for letting me play your your music. Well, it all started with a big old bang. Bunch of dirty eyes, just that thing. Came together in a big old sea. That little water, it became clear. Well, all the name at DNA. So come on, baby, let's get the Play. Well, it's a monkey evolution, monkey and me, won't you walk around me? Yeah, we did evolution, provides an explanation, now we came about random mutation. One monkey lived longer than his brother, so good luck and how to 
among yourself and in pajama. No, but no, but don't need a biblical text. Can't tell by your face you're a chimpanzee's ex. So, hey, you made a mind, made a prey. Seems like I'm made up of DNA. Well, monkey evolution, monkey evolution. Long time coming to the obvious solution. Monkey in the middle where the monkey is That was Justa with Monkey Evolution here at the Always Free Podcast Immunity Radio. I've got It's Always Free. But we do take donations if you want to donate at the Mutiny Radio website or the Venmo at Mutiny Radio. Always free, but donations accepted. Um, Now I'm going to play a song from... Our beloved Jai from Roadkill Cafe. This is Dream Big Live. This is a new song that I'm working on. Just wrote it tonight. It's a little sad, but they can't all be pop songs. If I die today. I'll be famous by tomorrow You can wipe those tears away The inheritance check will swallow Your pain and all your doubts You may wonder who I am screaming shouts Your mom was my biggest fan But now it's all gone Where have I gone wrong Fleeing me so fast Living in 
in the past oh, Now it's all gone Where have I gone wrong? Fleeing me so fast Living on the past Stones, yeah, I'll leave you home to my heart. May by hand skip the drones. Creative process start. Dream bigger than your mom. Dream bigger than your pop. Dream big, live big. Yeah, girl, but don't you ever stop, or it's all gone. Where have we gone wrong? Fleeing me so fast, living in the past. Now it's all gone.
so beautiful so that was a couple songs from our beloved Jai Love from Roadkill Cafe this is an ohm from Pennsylvania behind me next uh, today is the first day of a vision council so I thought that I would play backwards ohm I would play back backward zone. That was cute. Um, Patch is explaining what Vision Council means to him. Uh, or Patch, that is. That's what I'm going to play. I played it once before, but it got cut off on the recording, and I thought today was a good day to play that. Started asking, what exactly? Off of that. Back to smoke. Oh. People think of Vision Council as a question of where. Where is the where? But I also wonder. Um, why? How? So we could ask all the W's. Where? When? That's fairly easy sometimes. Who? That's really, that's nice enough, but it says it in all people. Uh, how? Why? Why, I guess? Who do the silent method? This is the thing about the Rainbow Gathering. There aren't very many things about the Rainbow Gathering. A lot of things happen in the summer. A lot of things happen. Um, one thing that the Rainbow Gathering 
individuals all over the world. 50 or almost. At a day. Non sectarian manner. We've changed a lot of people. But I'm wondering how much of this able to be brought to more people. One of the ways that I would think hasn't been tried. Come down rainbow gathering what might be able to be found a way, perhaps in What would be custom butter best ever in a vision slowly I thought someday. Every county, province, every part. Enough hours build that faith. Silence. Hours. This is Henry the Fiddler in Pennsylvania 2010 now. It's not a gathering without hearing Henry the Fiddler.
That was a rainbow way from Hedley the Fiddler. Um, did you want to read your poem now? or? Yeah. Uh, we need some poetry. Here's a, a beautiful poem written by Orhal Kaufman. <laughs> okay, and after that, I, I want to play some some jokes from Marcus Meadow and from Wisconsin 2019, tickling tales and jokeler jokes, okay. and maybe find some other stories. And we might hear from William. Uh, he might call in and read some of his poems live on air. And if anyone wants to call live and and contribute anything, the number is four one five 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 zero zero five one one. So the this comes from uh, Warhol Coffin's going to read a poem that comes from a book called Sweet Wolverine, which is a compilation. 2930. A wish list for hurtling through space, semi alone. A blanket. Because sometimes it gets cold. Your phone may not work out there. Bring a book, something to burn in your heart on the lonely nights. Your elders and our ancestors, one dark inked permanent marker. No excuses whatsoever. Bring some totem of this life you remember, an artifact of what preceded this casual oblivion. Bring an orange, if you can find one. Bring all this and more. No jewelry, no extra clothing, no Bible to protect you, and no gun. Walk bravely. Perhaps someone will meet you there. Page 84. And just a Friendly piece of advice, if you don't want someone to steal your lighter, put a swastika on it. All right. Now I'm going to play a recording from Wisconsin 2019, Tickling Tales and Jokler Jokes from Marcus Meadow. Annie had a little lamb. A hunter shot it dead. It goes with her to school each day between two hunks of bread. Now Mary has a little lamb, a little bread, and a little jam. Funny the first time. That's exactly. <laughs> Mary had a little watch. She swallowed it one day. So the doctor gave her castor oil to pass the time away. Castor oil, it did not work. Time it would not pass. If you need to know how late it is, just look up Mary's ass. Yeah. Philosophy. A tree falls in the woods and there's no one around us to still make a sound. Of course it does. If a man speaks in the woods, and there isn't a woman present, is he still wrong? <laughs> in her mind, yes. <laughs> if a tree falls in the woods, and there's no one around to hear it, and it kills your wife, should you still hide the chainsaw? <laughs> and yell. There's a lot of uh, little makers around here. You don't even need a chainsaw. Mm -hmm. Just a good push. <laughs> we'll start out slow. 
Porsche walks into the bar. Bartender says, why the long face? Blind man walks into the bar. Said, ouch. <laughs> Dyslexic walks into the bra. <laughs> I'm, I'm at the bottom here. That's, yeah, no, I better quit while I'm still behind. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to play another song again. This is Dirt Road Rock Stack, Shanti Cena Skillshare song from our friend Salty. I turned on the dirt road at the rock stack. Where rainbow gathered on the land. Picked up barefoot hitchhiker. Turn back up in a necklace can. They told me three times. Peacekeeper. Y'all shall to see me. Someone yell out, Sean, 
Bring back the peace. Okay, that was Shantasina from Salty. It was a uh, Dirt Road Rock Stack Shantasina Skillshare song. I want to do an episode about Shantasina and what it means and get people to call in and talk about it sometime. Maybe find some good Shantasina stories. Um, from the old, old, always race. So this song is uh, from the mountain Nomad Mountain um, Outlaws, I think it's called. But they're a, they're a rainbow band. Um, I'm gonna play. They're doing a cover of Delta Bound. Uh, we did. 
Take off your car cars and your bandana. Your name ain't suitcase. Your name's Amanda. You haven't bathed since you left Montana. Cause you're in the trains and anarchy.
Well, I was sitting in a hobo jungle when I overheard some old heads telling their tales about the glory days and the things they'd done while riding on the fearsome rails. And the stories they told were the kind of tales that ain't never gonna leave my head. One after another with their spirits high, you wouldn't believe what they said. Well, I did backflips in the middle of a hurricane while riding on an oil tank. Rode a junker train into an army complex and rode out with the corporal rank. And while riding through the Santa Fe tunnel on an open box car, wrestled me a bear. Juggle chainsaws on that FEC while breathing the Florida air. So I drank me another and I leaned in closer as the story started heating up. But I dared not sit with these big dogs still, for I was but a railroad pup. And the stories got swift and crazy as the men got fire in their eyes. And the stories that they told from this point on would lay any to their demise. Well, I fought off 15 bulls in the Baldwin yard with my hands tied behind my back. Caught a train on the fly going 45 with 38 40s in my pack. Made up a pot of noodles in a unit unseen while the engineer was there. And by the way, I held back on that story before I was wrestling 15 bears. Trains kid, and you think you got a story, well, you best just save your breath. Cause when it comes to railroad memoirs, I've heard the best of the best of the best. These old heads got a tale for every line and every single yard. So if you want to impress me nowadays, well, it's gonna be mighty hard. Unless you hop through Alaska in the dead of winter in shorts with no sleeping bag. Or you laid your eyes on every single one of Bozo Texino's tags. Or you snuck into an auto curve and rode away in a Lincoln Town car. If your stories don't match the old heads, kids, you best save them for the bar.
loving father and our teacher. He's gone forever. He's moved a little nearer to the master of all laughter, to the master of all song. Oh, my brother, oh, my brother, Christ the brother of two spirits. Then we gathered in a circle, stood round the rainbow fire, burning embers, hearts united. We remember mystical beauty. If you look hard, you can find the rainbow trail that's deep inside you. Fear not, you're a rainbow warrior. Okay, we have a caller in. Uh, George from Mexico has something he wants to say. Hello. 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 You're on air at Mutiny Radio. Uh, you said you have I a message. I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Hello. Hello? Yeah, hold on. Hold on, please. Okay. Can you speak a little bit louder? Uh, yeah, is that better? Can you hear me? Yeah? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can't really hear you. Okay. Look, I want to send a message to somebody if I can. Can I? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's got... Mande? Hello, Español. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. Ah, you don't speak Spanish, right? Uh, no, but you can say it in Spanish if you need to say it in Spanish. No, I just... Uh, well, no, I speak English too, but I just want to send a message to my mother. Because I'm over here on my familio. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. We can all hear you. You're yeah. live on air right now. Yeah, I'm on my familio, and I want to send a message to my mother. If I can. You can. You can. Go ahead. I can't hear you. Can I? Yes. Well, can I say it right now or when? Yeah, you can say your message right now. You're on air right now. Can you hear me? Okay. Madre, les quiero mandar un saludo y la quiero mucho. Y ya sabes que la extraño mucho. Yo es mi nieto y la quiero mucho, madre. I love you, mom. Y tú sabes que estamos en Manzanillo, Colima. La amo, madre. A mis hermanos también. Y a todos mis hermanos. All my brothers, tell them that I love them and I miss them. And I love them. 
I love you, Mom. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank Bye. you for calling in. What? Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear me? Is it going to sing? Yeah, it's on, it's on, it's on air right now. Ah, thank you. You know me, because we all call this, this number, you know what I'm saying, and this radio station, but because we are here by the beach, you know what I'm saying, I wanted to see my girl was they're doing all this thing, you know what I'm saying, she wanted to fucking send a message to my family, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and... You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Walking, you know, enjoying the rain, everything, you know what I mean? Yeah, this is Mutiny Radio and we have uh, free speech so you can call in and say whatever you, whatever you want on this show. Yeah, well, I want to thank you, okay? Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you for calling in. But, but don't hang up, don't hang up, don't hang up. Hola, I, have to, I have to hang up because there's a, a lot of bad guys and we can't hear Hola, Is that part of the message? Alright, thank, thank you for calling in. All right, thank you for calling in from Mexico. I'm going to have to um, get off the line now. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, we're going to have to end the call now and go back to our uh, other programming. Thanks for calling in and sending out your message. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right, have a great day. Okay, that was cool that uh, we had a caller in. If anyone else wants to call in, the phone number is 415-550-0511. He just spent, sent a message out to his mother. I hope that gets to her. I hope she listens to Mutiny Radio. And uh, next I'm going to play... Um, I saw... All right, cool. That kind of threw me off track a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Um, I'm just gonna play another Jai song until I find the thing about Standing Rock I wanted to play.
Okay, that was uh, another um, <clears throat> Jai Love song. You can find his music on SoundCloud under Folk Roots with his Z, J, Folk Roots J. He's got a lot of uh, really good stuff. So I found this recording from Oregon 2017 from Tonali's archives. Thank you again, Tonali, for letting me um, play your your archives on here. And this is uh, about Standing Rock. And I, I think it's a, a good thing to play since they the Supreme Court stopped um, the Dakota Access Pipeline. Um, finally, shout out to the Black Snape Killers, Minnie Wachoni. I'm not a part of the talent. I wanted to share a few tonight. Uh, Robert's here now, but do you hear Uncle Robert's singing? Okay. Thing that he wanted to share with you all. Many of you of the uh, war for uh, world peace and they wanted to acknowledge the rainbow family that you all are part of that that award that's been recognized by the world for world peace so give yourself a round of applause Brothers and sisters, your honor. I'm going to share something with you to acknowledge. You look around this land right here, and the spirits of this land, our ancestors, but also the caretakers of this land. It is that what we're all about right now, taking care of the land. There's also a spirit that watches over the land. Name is Benitum Bigfoot. He's a protector of the land. So this is a very special song that I shared over there at Standing Rock with the sacred stone. It was really beautiful because everybody started to sing the song together. And with that one heart, one mind, and one spirit, we brought some good medicine to help protect the people. So at this time, I'm going to share this song with you you're welcome to join in the song. And at the end of the songs, I lift this drum up and our prayers up. And you guys out there wanted to whoop around. You guys are all welcome to do that. Let's send our prayers up. Let's send that energy up. And you look at that beautiful moon as it comes. That crater is watching over us tonight. This love that's here with us right now. I'm really thankful, brothers and sisters, my first rainbow gathering, and I'm really proud. This is my boy and my girl, Chicha Oops and Pasaya. They also were with me at Standing Rock, and they were the dogs that they ran across the bridge and they peed on the dapple 
So they, they counted coup on Dapple, so they're warrior dogs. So they're here with me, my brother Al, who also went to Standard Rock with me here. So I'm going to share this song, my brothers and sisters. Feel free to sing. Let's sing really loud and proud. Because this is your honor. Your honor. Them left. South Dakota, I thought it went good together.
Interstellar spiders, dragons made of steel, glassy whales upon the outer limits of galactic wind, breathe in the ether, I turn to stone for all I care. Cerberus haunts me. Even in the paradise of this land, even in the woods of remembered ceremony, even when the New England wind whispers in my ears, all I feel is the doom of impermanence. When I die, fuck it. I want those great alien beasts to eat me, because at last I might have the real, the unstoppable, the irreplaceable peace. All hail the interstellar spider. She feasts upon the faces of the damned. She cleanses our terrestrial race of pain. Steel dragons do the same through the travel time banjo freight train wild-eyed geriatric vortex. <laughs> Haunting humpback whales swallow planets like krill made of sand glass from aeons beyond your eyes. And oh, your eyes, how they melt into my chest like slave chocolate and swamp coolers. This is the realest thing I could write. I wish I could write you a love poem. I wish I could say that the dandelions are a symbol of it. I wish I could romance you with candles and picnics under the stars. I can't. I see light in your eyes as heaven, but the words take away her glorious magic, and it dims upon the ineffable. I want to say that you would be the one for me, but that's a lie. We, together, are the one for her ungovernable wind. That is the truth. What's it matter how we separate when across the gulf of time we touch hands and bodies in the lagoon of never? Never ever will we smell each other again. That love shouldn't be spoken, for it is unkind to you. Meanwhile, the asphalt interstate tells me to roam hills populated by tomahawk killers and the sons of knots. That's poetry from Austin, Boston. And uh, that was a recording from the Vermont 2016 gathering. What a beautiful green gathering. Also, goat milk, goat cheese, <laughs> and maple syrup. So the next thing I'm going to play <laughs> is uh, also from Vermont 2016. These all came from Tenali's, um, uh Sounds of the Rainbow um, podcast. He does Muddy Boots. This is a... This is a recording from <laughs> from Diamond Dave. I feel like I need to throw that in there because you can't have a gathering without hearing Diamond Dave. And plus, he has a radio station, radio show here at the station. 30th anniversary of Summer of Love, 67, 77, 87. It must be 97. Almost solstice. Here at the end of hate, where the park begins, three decades of down the line. Around me, small-time drug dealers. Hangers in and hangers out. Golden Gate kid campers. Undercover cops. Food not bombs. Diggers of today. Serving vegan soup and cats as day-old bagels. Saying get in a loop and have some soup. No time to frown. Time to chow down. Food not bombs is a key. And the food we have is always free. Dancing sideways down the river now time. My, my. That summer of love. That summer of the summer of bud. Serving free food to draft dodgers, AWOL's fling of the war, a young, uh, long herd urban gorillas, come who may. The free frame of refer reference, the communication nation company seeds the underground press, and no joke, lots of good smoke. And the digger slogan, 1% free, returns to the community. Screaming awake from the American dream. Four generations, beatniks, hippies, punks, skins, rappers, rastas, four to three generations. Freewheeling, freestyling, and free-flowing in the millennium. Transcending all past categories. Welcoming all cool folk out here on the cutting edge. 
A simple note, his name unspoken, rehearses the pause before returning to the thought he carries on. The sound so sure, the moment so true, becomes the driving force. It clears the mind and hopes to find company on its course. The second's end becomes our friend, for the dawn will carry on the joyful sound of birth's rebound, those dreams sleeping in his song. <laughs> I only have one more poem memorized. This one is more simple because I wrote it as a when I was still in school. The the last one was about fifteen, I don't know, years old or so. But this one is older than that, so it's more childish. It's called Summer. The other one is a simple note. Summer, I love the woods come sweet springtime, and the smell of budding vine. Taste of summer late at night, sun at noon shines so bright. Shining down on my skin, summer warms me deep within. That was Angela, and that was um, two poems and a simple note in summer from Vermont uh, 2016. This is says, uh, wake up, human, New Mexico 2009. Um, it's a song. Okay, cool. Now I know. <laughs>